episode 258. Late Night Internet Marketing. This week on the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast, we're going to uncover seven awesome affiliate marketing niches that no one else is talking about. All this and more on the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. The Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. You've been working for somebody else, but you want a business to run yourself. You want to know how to start, where to begin. Can you get out your comfort zone, my friend? Yes, you can do it right when it's late at night. Now, broadcasting late at night from a little studio in the big state of Texas, your host, Mark Mason. Hey, 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 how are you doing? I am your host, Mark Mason, coming to you from the little studio in Dallas, Texas, where it's so warm, I got a sunburn this week watching baseball in the middle of February. What the heck is going on here? It must be global warming or maybe it's the fact that I'm in Texas. Either way, you know what they say in Texas, if you don't like the weather, just wait a minute, it'll change. And that's certainly what happened. We went to the baseball game. It was a doubleheader in the morning. It was 40 something degrees. And by the end of the second game, I had a sunburn, which is stupid and irresponsible, but uh, you know, it is what it is. So I enjoyed the baseball game, but the, the highlight was definitely the brisket nachos at this particular school where we were watching my son play. They had really fantastic concessions. In fact, this tournament is famous in Louisville for their concessions. So that was really cool. I want to talk to you about some affiliate marketing niches that you probably haven't thought of today. And I want to do that because I want you to be thinking off the beaten path when it comes to niches. It turns out that everything under the sun can be purchased on the internet. And if you can get into a niche where people are buying things, but it's a little bit different and off the beaten path, two things happen. One is you can create fantastic content that people actually need because in these off the beaten path niches, a lot of times no one's writing about them or the amount of content around these niches is lower than it would be in a normal, what I'll call mainstream affiliate marketing niche. So that's one thing. And the second thing is obviously is these niches tend to be relatively new and growing. And sometimes that means you can do work now that will continue to pay you for years to come. So I want to talk about that, but before we do that, let's talk about what makes an awesome niche. What's the criteria. And I would say, you know, there are four or five criteria. And again, they're pretty obvious and you've heard this before. First of all, you need high or at least growing demand and interest in the niche, something that is either already super popular or 
looks like the popularity is growing. And you can tell this by searching in Google, looking and seeing if there are both products for sale and there are people talking about the products and the information around the niche. And what kind of goes with that is I think niches are best if there is evergreen content that remains relevant. I'll give you an example. If you are in a niche like sporting championship gear, let's say, for example, my Texas Rangers, they won the World Series back in October, and maybe I'm in the niche of selling Rangers World Series gear. That was probably a great niche for five minutes after the Rangers won the World Series, but now it's it's not completely irrelevant yet, but by this time next year, no one's going to be buying Rangers World Series gear. It's not evergreen. On the other hand, if you've got a niche that's related to something that happens over and over again, one of my favorite things to think about is gardening, the gardening niche. People are going to be gardening from now until the end of time. They've been gardening for the last 3,000 years, and they'll be gardening for another 3,000 years. So that could be a really good niche with evergreen content pun intended there. And then the products in the niche need to have substantial commission rates. I think it's a lot of work to create excellent content. And I tend to focus on products where the commission rates are decent. I don't think it makes a lot of sense, for example, to work in a niche where the products are three or $4 and you make 20 or 30 cents a sale. That's just not going to ever really result in something that's going to be meaningful for you. I think you really need products that I like products in the 50 to 150 and even $200 range and higher, uh, depending on the niche and what's going on there. So you need that in an awesome niche as well. And then we want a unique angle if possible. I always say that it's good to be talking about something that you care about. So for me, for example, as an electrical engineer, I might choose to have a niche on home automation because that's very electronics heavy. It may be something that I'm interested in. It, it actually is something that I'm interested in. And so for me, it gives me a unique angle because I can speak as an electrical engineer in that niche. Maybe your niche has something to do with some employment you have or a special interest that you've developed. And so if you're in the cigar niche, it's probably makes sense. For example, if you are a cigar smoker and you enjoy smoking cigars, and I think not only does that make you more credible, it also gives you the kind of perspective and patience that it takes to build content in the affiliate marketing space, because it takes time to get traction and make an income. So that's sort of the criteria. So here are the niches that I've came across that I think are pretty interesting and that are meaningful to me. Now, this first one, I think, is an obvious one, but is different than what you usually hear. So you always hear that one of the great niches for affiliate marketing is weight loss. And there's certainly a lot of products out there around weight loss and diet and exercise and so forth. I like something a little more specific. And so one of the things that I think is very interesting is keto diet that continues to go on strong. There are a lot of different angles there. And if you can take an angle inside of keto diet, like clean keto or something like that, I think that's even better because there's consistent demand 
for both information and products. There's a lot of community around that. And I actually uh, know someone who's made a living in this space and has affiliate content out there that has paid her over more than a decade. And so I think this remains a really good niche for you to focus on, especially if you can get specific inside of keto with something like clean keto. And the other thing that's really nice about keto is there's always new keto products coming out and you can recommend those products. And a lot of those programs have good commissions. Now, the downside of keto related stuff is that it's really competitive. And so you're going to need to do work to stay up to date with the latest research, with the latest products and so forth. So some of this niche is evergreen, but some of it is constantly evolving. And a lot of times that can be great because that means you always have news to report on and new opportunities to generate content. There are also some really high commission products in this space, keto training programs and so forth. And so I I really like that kind of niche. The other thing that I'll caution you about a little bit is when you're in those kind of health related niches, you need to be very careful about making sure you do that responsibly. You make sure people understand you're not their doctor. You may or may not be a registered nutritionist and so forth. And so you need to take the appropriate precaution and make sure that people understand what your qualifications are in that niche. Another niche that uh, I already mentioned is smart home automation, but I think you can put a twist on it because I'm starting to see a lot of content around smart automation for eco-friendliness. So one kind of smart automation is turning your lights on and on. That's pretty cool. But a twist on smart home automation is using automation to be more eco-responsible. And what's cool about that is it combines all this tech innovation, which creates a lot of news and, and a lot of new content and stuff you can feed on and leverage. And it marries it with sustainability, which is appealing to a subset of people in the world, maybe people that wouldn't normally think about automating their home. If they're eco-conscious, they might be willing to do that. So that's kind of interesting, I think. Again, this is another thing where there's a rapid pace of technological advancement. It means products need to be updated constantly. And so you're going to need to monitor this niche over time. But I think this is a really cool angle. Smart home automation is a great niche all by itself. It's really cool. But if you combine it with eco-friendly, I think that's really neat. Another niche I think that's like this, that's interesting, is the drone photography equipment niche. Now, this is super niche right? Drones have been a good niche for a long time. But if you niche down into what you tend to do with drones, really, there's two things you do with drones. You either race them or you take pictures with them. I think drone photography is really cool. A lot of enthusiasts are willing to invest in high-quality drones and accessories. So there's some high-ticket affiliate opportunities there. What you want to watch out for in this niche is trying to understand how big the photography piece of it is. And quite frankly, it's a little bit hard for me to tell. So that's something that I would want to evaluate with keyword research and so forth. And then, of course, there's all the issues of licensing and regulation around the flight of drones. But I think generally people who are spending a lot of money on high-end drones with photography equipment, they're licensed commercial flyers. I don't think this is a big deal, but stuff like regulations and licensing can impact market accessibility and consumer interest is something you want to pay attention to. The fourth one 
is around the niche of pets and you're like, oh gosh, Mark, everyone talks about dog training as an example of a niche. That's not what I'm talking about. I've seen a lot of really interesting information lately on biodegradable pet products. Again, this taps into the eco-friendly angle, but it focuses on pet owners and nobody spends more money on stuff than pet owners. So I think this is a really good kind of idea, sustainable pet toys, because pet toys are generally made of plastic and they create a lot of non-biodegradable waste. And so you can leverage this market that's known to spend a lot of money and help them spend money in a way that makes them feel good. I think the challenge here is distinguishing between genuine, genuinely sustainable products and those that are greenwashed, where they're made to appear to be eco-friendly, but when you dig in, they're really not all that eco-friendly. So you'd have to be a little bit careful and maybe even a little knowledgeable about the eco-friendly space. But if that's you and you're an evangelist in the eco-space, the pet niche could be really an interesting thing. The fifth niche, I saw this online recently, online coding boot camps. So I think this is kind of cool. So, you know, the tech industry is exploding. AI is fueling this. We need more and more programmers every day. And I think the, the continuous growth of technology in the world means more demand for coding education. And so I think that creates an opportunity for people operating in the online coding education space. And so that's something really interesting to look out for, not just straight up course sales from affiliate content, but you'll also find cost per action offers in these kind of education niches where sometimes you can pay a buck or two just for sending a lead to a CPA network in this space. So I like this technology coding education space. I think that's something that's generally going to be evergreen for quite some time. And there's a lot of activity in this niche. You know, sometimes you'll hear people argue that AI is going to make programmers go away. I, I think it's quite the opposite. In fact, AI will help programmers become more efficient and they're going to be tackling bigger and more important problems. We're going to need more and more people who know how to harness the power of AI, combine it with software and make amazing new things happen. I think this is a real big growth opportunity here. Another interesting niche is this niche of subscription boxes. You know, you can you can buy a subscription and every month someone will send you a box. And there's all kinds of these, but one that I saw recently that I thought was interesting was a subscription box for home bakers. And I I like that because it engages a, this kind of passionate community of people that bake. They're looking for ways to stay engaged with baking and new baking challenges. And a subscription service is great as an affiliate marketer because a lot of those pay on an ongoing basis. It might pay you 10 or 20% as long as the person stays subscribed. And what's cool about that is if you're a baker yourself, you can be talking about your baking experience, posting your recipes, talking about your tips and tricks, and at the same time, recommending this box. And in fact, one of the ways to 
uh, really do a great job of promoting subscription boxes is to subscribe yourself and do unboxings every month and break down each item in the box and do reviews of the items. And then like, let's say there's a special jar of something in there that you can sell as an affiliate. You can also sell that product directly as an affiliate. So it's kind of like an autonomous content engine every month. The thing that you're selling comes to you. You get to try it out, unbox it. That creates content. And then you can create content around the contents of the box. So it's pretty cool. I think the thing to watch out for here is make sure you choose a great box that's going to have a long lifetime. One of the things that jumps out to me here is I don't even know if he has an affiliate program, but a guy like me, an engineer, I could be an affiliate for Mark Rober's engineering project box. He's got a subscription box. I love that guy. I would be super excited to build a website around his content and, and promote Mark. That's something I could feel really good about. And I, so I think you can pick something like that as well. Okay, so here's the last one. This is a weird thing. And I mentioned this last one because I think there's all kinds of things happening. And what I want you to do as an affiliate marketer is keep your eyes open for things that you're interested in that you think you could promote and find affiliate programs for these things. I ran across these things called robo-advisors. So there's growing interest in personal finance among younger people. There are these things out there called robo-advisors. Sometimes they're called automated investing services, and they use computer algorithms and software to manage investment portfolios. And there are commission programs behind these, and that can be very interesting. And I've seen some CPA uh, cost per action advertising opportunities too. So if you're interested in the fin blogger space, financial blogging, I think robo advisors targeted maybe at millennials is a really interesting space that you can look at. Now, what to watch out for, you need a pretty serious understanding of financial regulations. I've done some affiliate marketing in the financial space and there are all kinds of FTC and other regulations. And usually the affiliate partner will tell you, hey, your content needs to meet these guidelines in order for us to pay you affiliate commissions. Here are the rules for the content that you create, what you can say, what you can say, what disclaimers you have to have on your website. So if you get into this space or any other financial space like this in the fin blogging space, you definitely need an understanding of what the FTC requirements are for this. So that's seven sort of interesting and a little bit unusual affiliate niches for you to consider. And when you do that, I want you to do your own research like we've talked about before in the podcast. Open up a keyword tool like Uber Suggest and see if people are talking about this online. What are they searching for? Open up Amazon or whatever is appropriate for that niche and see if there are products out there for sale. For example, if it's eco-friendly dog products that you're interested in selling, let's make sure that there are eco-friendly dog products on Amazon that are available for sale and you know, cruise around the internet and make sure there are going to be some affiliate opportunities. Let's ask the question about what we feel inside about this niche. And are we going to be excited about this six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, when we're needing to maintain the website and create content? It's certainly possible that you can grow these things. And I, I recommend that you do. 
grow these things so that you can have a virtual assistant or some other content manager at some future time when you're making that kind of money from the website. But at first, for the first six months or a year, it's going to be on you to do the work. And so I really encourage you, especially if this is your first foray into affiliate marketing, to pick a niche that you enjoy or something that you're interested in learning about. So Send me some feedback. Tell me if there's some niches that you think are interesting or if you've got a niche that you'd like me to look into and break down and, and talk about on the show. I'd be happy to do that. I'd love to hear from you at feedback at latenightim.com. And speaking of feedback, thank you to those of you that replied to my various requests in various channels for people who are interested in complimentary coaching sessions. I am st I've still got a few slots. You know, those come and go. I've got a few more slots open at latenightim.com forward slash apply. And I have not gotten back to everyone. So if you're listening to this and I haven't gotten back to you yet, don't fret. I'm getting back to everyone who contacts me. I will get to you. So be sure and reach out at latenightim.com forward slash apply. I'll get back with you if I think there's a way that I can help you in it absolutely complimentary, no strings attached, get to know each other and hear about how I might be able to help you and actually try to help you sort a session where you just walk away with your mind blown. That's the goal of that coaching session. And it's absolutely complimentary. There's no sales pitch at the end of the session or anything like that. So if you're worried about that, please don't be worried about that. Just hit me up at latenightim.com forward slash apply, and we'll see if we might be a fit for each other to move your business forward. Okay, that's it for this week. I will see you next week. And until next week, just crush it. Just go do stuff. Take massive action because that's how you can move your business forward. Ciao. You can do it right when it's late at night. You've been listening to the Late Night Internet Marketing Podcast. Be sure to visit LNIMpodcast.com today to leave feedback for Mark. Download special bonus content, access the show notes, and more. See you there. Until then, go and make some great progress on your internet business. One night at a time. One night at a time. All right, well, this is the part of the show after the show. So the show's over, and then I usually just talk about whatever I want. And I do this out of respect for people who just want to get to the content. A lot of podcasters, they choose to just chit-chat for the first 15 minutes of their show, and I personally find that a little frustrating. So I tend to chit-chat at the end of my show. So the people that had something more important to do can go do it. And the people that want to get to know me a little better, which includes you stick around and they listen to this part of the show. And I get feedback from people that this is their favorite part of the show. So I love that. So I had an amazing day yesterday, uh, baseball and, uh, four or five volleyball games. My daughter was, was in a tournament and so we did that, and uh, they came in third in the tournament, which wasn't the answer they were looking for. My son had some success in the baseball game. In fact, uh, he hit the wall on the fly with the baseball, which is great for him. He's been working hard on hitting because 
we have a saying in baseball, kids that hit don't sit. And boy, at this level of baseball that he's playing at now at a very large school, he goes to the largest high school in the state of Texas. Um, it's a fight to get a starting spot on the, on the varsity roster at these big high schools. And you have to be able to hit. I mean, it's just simply not optional unless you're a pitcher that doesn't hit, of course. And so he's, he's on both tracks. He's pitching and he pitched this weekend. He had a decent outing and then he, he worked at the plate a little bit too. So that was great. We had a good weekend. I have been working on this podcast on the newsletter, by the way, if you're not subscribed to the newsletter and you you don't want to subscribe because you just don't want any more email, I totally get that. But go head on over to news.latenightim.com or you can go to latenightim.com forward slash news. Either way, that works. And instead of subscribing, you can see there archived all of my latest newsletters since the first of the year. And you can just check it out and see if it looks like something that you would enjoy. That's a feature of the autoresponder that I use, which is I've mentioned before is convert kit, which you can find at late forward slash convert kit and convert gets great. And one of the things that it does is it publishes newsletters to a website publicly so that people that either missed newsletters or just subscribed could go see the archives or people like you maybe who don't exactly want to subscribe, but are a little curious about the late night internet marketing newsletter. You can go on over to news.latenightim.com and you can see all the things that are in the late night internet marketing newsletter, building internet businesses, one newsletter at a time. <laughs> all right. So that's it for this week. Until next week, have a great one. Ciao. Late night internet marketing. Hey, it's Mark again. I wanted to tell you one more time about this absolutely free resource that I have for helping people who are trying to get the big picture for internet marketing actually get started and understand what all their choices are. If that's not you, there's no more content. You can skip to the end. But if you're someone who came to this podcast, because you're searching for how to get started online and you just can't cut through all the noise. I get it. That was me in 2007 when I was trying to get started. There were so many people throwing offers at me that I really couldn't even understand what all the different business models were. I couldn't understand how money moved around on the internet and I couldn't really get a grip on what direction I wanted to go in so I could figure out how to move forward. I've created a free video resource for you just for that purpose at latenightim.com forward slash explain. In several short videos, I just explained to you what internet marketing is all about and what online business is all about and the different options that you have for starting an online business. There's nothing to buy there. You just sign up for access and you get the videos just like that. So if that's interesting to you, or if you know someone who's in a same situation, send them that link, latenightim.com forward slash explain, and let me know what you think. I'd love to hear what people are thinking that are in the exact same position that I was in more than a decade ago in 2007. In some ways, it seems like yesterday, and in some ways, it seems like an entire lifetime ago. Again, that's latenightim.com 
forward slash explain. Late night internet mind.